0: This is 3 News Daily.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to 3 News Daily on this Thursday, November 30th. I'm Stephanie Haney here with what matters most to you in Northeast Ohio. Today we start with a man who was sentenced for kidnapping a woman and putting her in a plastic container. He'll spend 16 to 20 years in prison. This is after pleading guilty to felonious assault, kidnapping and tampering with evidence last month. Police say back in May he picked up the 60 year old victim and gave her a ride to his home in Cleveland. That's where police found her alive inside of the plastic container. Now we're learning more about allegations against Browns and Pilot Flying J owner Jimmy Haslam and his family. A new lawsuit filed by Pilot Flying J's majority owner, Berkshire Hathaway, claims the Haslams offered bribes to pilot executives in exchange to boost the value of the remaining 20% ownership the Haslams retained. Our Neil Fisher spoke to a legal expert about these claims
0: two corporate giants go head-to-head.
1: Is there really fraud here? Are there really illegal practices that are happening?
0: Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway countersued the Haslam family. The suit claims at least 15 executives were bribed to inflate profits, which would force Berkshire Hathaway to pay more to get the Haslam's remaining 20% share in the company. Case Western Reserve University associate law professor Anat Allen Beck says the FBI has the authority to investigate white collar crimes.
1: And it is within their power to take a look exactly at this
0: allegations of fraud, um, also issues with regards to the accounting, uh, valuations, bribes. The countersuit comes after the Haslam's sued Berkshire Hathaway last month, which accused Buffett's company of trying to downplay Pilots' earnings by changing the way they do their accounting. Which leaves Allen Beck with more questions about Berkshire's practices. Did they do that with this particular company? Did they do this with other companies? Meanwhile, as the two billionaires trade lawsuits, Allen Beck questions the validity of the serious accusations against the Haslam family and what the FBI could do next.
1: Is there merit for a fraud investigation? Neil Fisher reporting there now right now it's not clear how much money those executives were allegedly offered and how many are believed to have accepted the alleged bribes. A hearing for the countersuit is scheduled to take place today. Now in Washington DC Senator Sherrod Brown is joining colleagues to introduce legislation to help protect the people who deliver our mail. This is after an increase in violent incidents involving postal workers. He says the Postal Police Reform Act would help address armed robberies against postal workers who are often targeted for their master keys to open mailboxes. Earlier this month, a mail carrier was reportedly robbed at gunpoint in South Euclid. Now the deadline is coming up for East Cleveland's mayoral recall election as residents vote on whether Mayor Brandon King should be removed from office. This is the city's second recall election for the position since King took office in 2016. He kept his office by just 19 votes in 2022. Vote-by-mail ballots must be postmarked on or before December 4th. Early in-person voting is available at the Board of Elections on Euclid Avenue. And regular in-person voting is on Tuesday, December 5th. All right, now take a look at this very sticky situation. Early morning traffic was delayed on I-90 in Lake County. This is after a truck carrying a load of chocolate and caramel crashed at Rumen Road. The Ohio Department of Transportation says it happened around 8.30 this morning and it closed all westbound lanes. We're still working to figure out if anyone was impacted by this or anyone was hurt and we'll let you know when we have any more details on that and when those lanes are expected to be completely free from this sticky issue. Now Lincoln Electric is moving into the electric vehicle market. Yesterday the Cleveland based company unveiled its new EV charger. The charger which is made here in the US is the first fast charger that meets national electric vehicle infrastructure standards. Lieutenant Governor John Houston here in Ohio hopes this will help our state become a national leader in the world of electric vehicles.
0: This is part of creating the EV supply chain uh, this is an economic benefit to the community and it's going to help position Ohio and Northeast Ohio as a major player in the future of electric vehicles.
1: Houston says it's important to build a workforce for this field now because in the next five years there could be a need for 25,000 new workers in this sector in Ohio. That's a lot of jobs. Alright, now the Browns continue to practice in Los Angeles today as they get set to take on the Rams on Sunday. And here's what we've been waiting to know. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski said yesterday that Joe Flacco will be the number two quarterback behind Dorian Thompson Robinson. Now Flacco practiced with the first team yesterday, and he could be ready to start for the Browns on Sunday if DTR doesn't clear concussion protocol. Stefanski says no matter what, the Browns have a standard they need to continue to play at. I think you guys see across the league and and this league, this year is no different. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks that are playing. Uh, We're we're no different and we expect, we have a certain standard that we play by uh, as an offense, as a team, and it doesn't really change based on who's in there. Yeah, a lot of backup quarterbacks out there, but if Flacco does start, he would be the fourth starting QB for the Browns this season. The former Super Bowl MVP signed with the Browns last week. This was after Deshaun Watson was ruled out for the season with a shoulder injury. Flacco has thrown for 232 touchdowns in his NFL career. Ironically, touchdown number 232, that came against the Browns last season when he was playing with the Jets. All right, speaking of the Browns, you got to listen to this. On the latest episode of their New Heights podcast, Travis and Jason Kelsey, who are from... Cleveland Heights area here. They got a surprise call from a friend who's also a very well-known Clevelander, Machine Gun Kelly, and he had a a very compelling offer offer for Travis.
0: I'm sure you get asked this question behind closed doors a lot. I would be remiss if due to the nature of our friendship and just as a Clevelander that I did not insert this question personally. Okay. Or if I did not answer this question personally. I don't even know what I will give anymore. you $500,000 cash upon arrival just for shopping or whatever you want, as well as matching that same amount as a donation to both of our high schools, both Shaker Heights and Cleveland Heights, <laughs> as well as everyday breakfast and coffee delivery from my restaurant. <laughs> oh, Oh if you gosh. would just come home and put on these colors right here. And no.
1: <laughs> In case that was not clear, MGK was holding up Cleveland Browns colors at the end there, suggesting Travis come home here to play for the Browns. Now, I think it was the moment where he offered the breakfast delivery where Travis figured it out because you saw his face change there. Travis, who was also known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend, said he was intrigued by the offer but admitted he is enjoying Kansas City. But he did say in this clip, I saw it online, he said, you know, that was the original dream. He wanted to play for the Browns. Browns, we should have got him back when the getting was good. And it would be fun to see uh, Taylor Swift here around Cleveland. All right, thanks for being with us for today's edition of 3 News Daily. Wherever you are watching or listening, we appreciate you. Thank you for being with us. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow with more of your top stories from around Northeast Ohio.